Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for all sorts of horrors. We are your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And welcome to the show. I didn't have anything mm-hmm. clever. That's fine. I was going to say evil dies tonight, but I mean, if anybody watched the movie, they know how many times that's already been said. So Yes. <laughs> and it didn't. No, so. it, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, it's, it's like going into a, a, a trilogy of films knowing that, okay, so... Somebody's going to die. It's not going to be Lori. It's not going to be Michael. Who's it going to be? And um, do you want to do you want to give um, like non spoilery thoughts before we get into it or? We certainly can. Okay. I mean, I wasn't sure if we were going to go into the production, if we were yeah, going to do a whole. I have everything. It's, I, have every, okay. I have everything but a scorecard, but we can even rip on that at the end too. So we haven't done that in forever. It has been a minute now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so without spoiling anything, um, meh. Yeah, I. The more I think about it, the more I like it. That's... I've only watched it once, and it was last night. And then I watched uh, the last one, the 2018 one, mm-hmm. and seeing like little references and things that are teeing up the next one. I went, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. And I think, I like said, so the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, I understand what they were doing. Yeah. That's kind of where and I'm it's at defi- with it. Yeah, and it's definitely a part two of a trilogy. Yeah. So if, like, the thing I'm, I'm liking about it is you could watch this and then, or watch the 18 one and then this in one sitting and it just flows as Seamless. one big movie. Yeah, that's a, similar to, I mean, with what they, uh, with Halloween 1 and 2, it's essentially the same night as well, This like this. Yeah. And so, um. The first time I watched this movie, I was really, I was torn on it because one, I love Halloween. I'll always watch a Halloween. I love to see Michael Myers on screen. My initial thoughts were this movie didn't feel like a Halloween movie in the sense that if I want to watch crazy kills, high kill counts, just carnage, I'll watch Mm-hmm. I'll watch a different slasher. Like that's not what I feel like Halloween has been, at least not for me. And so, sure. like, but even eighteen kind of became that. It did. It did. Like, I watching it last night. I was trying to do a bit of a kill count, and it's like, okay, he killed five people in the original. In this one, he's up to like eleven or twelve. Yeah. It, and then they ramped it up even more for kills. And I mean, like, shit. He, and maybe they didn't. I didn't do a count. I but. didn't either. But he, what was it? He had um at least eight or nine alone with just walking out of the house with the firefighters. Yeah, I'm going to look it up and see if I can find um, some sort of kill count for kills. Let's see. So yeah, I forgot between that and the ending. Yeah. He, he did easily get into the double digits. Right. And so it says Halloween kill sets a body count fra- uh, franchise, according to comic book.com um, horror. And it said, um, Clock in, uh, da, da, da. Um, hmm. It says upwards of 30 people are killed in the film. 
of the 30 or so that are killed, 25 of them were killed by Myers either directly on screen or implied, which sets a new record for the franchise in terms of uh, total dead bodies. With the minimum of being of 25, um, I think that the highest body count in a film before that... Um, Jason Voorhees' highest body count was um, 21 in Jason X. Jigsaw's is 22 in Saw 3D. And Chucky is 15 in Seed of Chucky. Um, the, uh-huh. o- the only character that has exceeded this in one film is Adam Green's Victor Crowley in Hatchet 3. I don't know what the count of that is, um, but that'd be an interesting one to uh, talk about kill counts in the films and stuff like that because there's a yeah. there's a lot to be had um but so the thing is is my my biggest problem with this movie is there wasn't a lot of suspense and the suspense True. that was in there was really good yeah like, like the stuff at the park and mm-hmm. with the, the two guys at the house yeah, like that was the johns the elderly couple yeah yeah, like, that one. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, mine. And that's the thing. While when you were complaining about it last night, I was thinking back on it and I was just like, you know, I, it's not great. It's not as good as eighteen, and of course not the original. But it's well, more. It's certainly not as bad as some of the others. Right, and I don't know if uh, complaining kind of feels like a strong term because I I was. A tad bit disappointed, but at the same time, like, the more I think back on it, the more I'm like, okay, if I think about it in this context, it doesn't bother me as bad. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I kind of, I don't know if I'm talking myself into enjoying it more or if I'm just, I'm catching on to, like, some of the parallels that they're drawing, you know, in this movie in comparison to, like, modern day society yeah. You know, and that's kind of what I'm where I'm at too. Because right. it's like, once they do the, get to the hospital and all the stuff that uh, Tommy is doing, I was like, okay, I, you kind of lost me. But like I said to you last night, like that seems like what would happen. Yeah, um, and the more I think about it, the more I agree with you because uh, and everything that and when uh, we'll wrap this up and we'll get into the the notes and all that kind of stuff. Um, if you guys are unaware, um, Halloween Kills is streaming on Peacock, so you can have a five, ten dollar, mm-hmm. whatever it is, a month. I I think I did it for a month, and I was going through, and I'm like, geez, there's a lot of stuff on this app that justifies, yeah. <laughs> you know, having the subscription. Um, yeah, we decided to pay for it, and yeah. it's it's been worth it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I like it's got King of Queens on there, Roseanne, the stuff that my wife loves to fall asleep watching. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is a win-win. But yeah, um, if you don't feel comfortable going to theaters and uh, watching it, which I actually didn't go see it in theaters. I watched it at home and I was going to. But like I, I wasn't as hyped on the movie. At Like maybe I'll watch it at some point. I doubt it. But it was just so much easier. We watched yeah. it the first night it came out. It, it released Thursday at 9 p.m. here on the West Coast. I teed it up and we watched it in Discord. Shout out to Havoc for showing up. Appreciate you. Um, And then I watched it again last night to actually take notes. And my wife was watching it with me until she fell asleep. Um, But yeah, so this will be a a spoiler-filled episode. So if you haven't seen it, please pause us, come back. 
when you have watched it. Um, honestly, there are some big deal things in this. Yeah, I was just, I was gonna say that you like there is, but it's not Halloween ends. So like, I mean, obviously, I think the ending was kind of the biggest shocker for me, but not. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. yeah, we'll go ahead and. Uh, There's some interesting stuff in the beginning, though. Right. Um, we will dive into the thing now and, um, my notes were taken a little bit differently just because there's stuff I I wanted to talk about instead of so much what was happening in the movie. But, um, Mm -hmm. so getting into it, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode continues in the thrilling chapter of the Halloween series that picks up right where the last one ended on Halloween night where Michael manages to escape from Laurie's trap house and murders his way back towards his childhood childhood home. But along the way, Laurie fights her pain and prepares to defend herself against him. She inspires all of Haddonfield to rise up against their unstoppable monster. So every, before I continue, cause this, I kind of typed it out myself. I was gathering different things and, um, mm-hmm. everything that I came across was talking about how Laurie was doing this, how Laurie was prepping that like Laurie had very little screen time on top yeah. of the fact that it, aside from kind of the end of the movie where she's, you know, monologuing mm-hmm. as things are going on, like she really had zero impact. Nothing in the film. to do with anything. E- exactly. Yeah. And so they're like, and I actually like that. Yeah. I thought it was great, but uh, yeah, everything is saying that, you know, she's like, she inspired everybody to do this. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, Tommy's, really, no. Tommy's going around campaigning to everybody saying, Hey, yeah. evil dice tonight. With her name. Yeah. Evil dies tonight. You know, we'll do this. You know, mm-hmm. roll up over here. Be like, hey, you good? Yeah. Evil dies tonight. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's just like, you know, he. Yeah, did, yeah. Evil dies tonight. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Yeah, he really campaigned. You know, to to end it. But um. Yeah. So, the the Strode women join a group of other survivors of Michael's first rampage who decide to take matters into their own hands forming a vigilante mob that sets out to hunt Michael down once and for all, which I believe is what they did in Halloween four or five. There was like that truck of hillbillies that were going around. I think it might've been four, no five. It's been a minute. I need, I it's been a minute, but yeah, like, with the, I don't remember it. So I would think it'd be five because I watched four last year and I don't remember that. Okay. But. So yeah, it was probably five. Cause I remember, I remember it not uh, being the different mask. Yeah, where they're trying to hunt him. Well, that actually makes me feel a little better because that makes it seem like it's actually from canon. Yeah. Well, that, that so I was watching a video last night where they were talking about how even though these last two films, these last three years, have basically wiped out anything but Halloween 78, they, mm-hmm. they took uh, footage from 81 with Halloween 2 when they showed Annie on the stretcher and she's dead like I mean it ties into the first one so like you could like they did a lot of ret- a lot of retconning in this movie but yeah. like it, it's talking about like how you're going to wipe the second one out but you're going to show footage from the second one and I mean it worked it it was yeah. like it's seamless but like mm-hmm. it it was just kind yeah, of like, the, They really did a great job of showing the 70s stuff and since we're in spoilers now the the loomis thing i didn't see coming and that was fantastic and that guy was so good but at the same time 
I was like, fuck, he looks just like it. But I believe yeah. in that same video, it was uh, Jimmy Champagne. Um, I watch a lot of his stuff on YouTube. It, I believe, was actually a 12-piece prosthetic. Oh, I was. I thought it was him. Like I thought that they found footage <laughs> right. of him and just inserted it into the movie, like digitally. I'm glad that they didn't deep fake it. They did a prosthetic. It worked. The guy sounded yeah. just like him. It was spot on. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was a, a, a big surprise in that movie for me as well. Um, so directed by David Gordon Green again. Um, also written by Green, Danny McBride, and Scott Teams. Uh, which is the same writing crew from the first one. Um, the film stars Jamie Lee Curtis and James Jude Courtney, who reprise their roles as Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. Uh, Judy Greer, Andy Matichak, and Will Patton also reprise their roles from the previous film with Anthony Michael Hall and Thomas Mann joining the cast. The film, um, which pre- begins precisely where the previous film ended, sees Strode and her family continuing to fend off Myers, this time with the help of the Haddonfield community. Uh, Jason Blum, um, Blum serves as producer uh, on the film through his Blumhouse Productions banner alongside Al- uh, Malik Akkad and Bill Block. Before the release of the 2018 film, uh, McBride in June of 2018 confirmed that he and Green were originally intending to pitch two films that would be shot back to back and then decided against it, waiting to see the reaction uh, to the first film. Following the critical and commercial success of the 2018 film, development on the sequel uh, promptly began as early as October of 2018. By February of 2019, Teams was hired to co-write the script. Um, the film's title was announced, um, was officially announced in July of 2019, along with its sequel. Principal photography um, commenced in September of 2019 in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, how- I will say I don't like the title. I don't like. I like Halloween ends, but Halloween kills is stupid. Yeah, I agree. I like that. It's, <laughs> I do like that. It's just one word. Yeah, you know, but they could have picked a different. They could word. have, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Halloween kills. It's yeah, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Yep. <laughs> so Halloween Kills had its world premiere at the seventy eighth Venice International Film Festival on September eighth, twenty twenty one. Following a year delayed due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, and was theatrically released in the United States on October fifteenth, twenty twenty one, by Universal Pictures. It will also stream on paid tiers of Peacock for 60 days. The film received mixed reviews from critics who praised the film's create, uh, creative kills, references, and the performances of the cast, but criticized its screenplay and lack of innovation. A direct sequel Halloween Ends is scheduled to be released on October 14th, 2022, taking place four years after Halloween and Halloween Kills on its year of release. I didn't know it was taking place four years after. Which makes sense if it didn't either. Is what this says at least. Um, huh. But if you, th- it's kind of funny because I guess that's a way to bring it to current day. Because yeah. technically, these last two movies took place in 2018. It's already 2021. Yeah. By that time, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm just surprised because the the ending to this one tees it up to start right after yeah. more than the last one did. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I could have seen a time jump happening in this one, 
Right. And they think they killed him for a couple years and then he shows back up again. That'd be cool. Well, and that's the thing. When we get to the, when we get to the end, or like when we talk about the actual ending of the film, like mm-hmm. if they didn't have that, that, that little 30 second piece of film right there, like if mm-hmm. you don't have that in there, you could 100% do a time jump. Cause they could, you know, like you said, he's dead. Um, yeah. and they just left. <laughs> Like, like, yeah. like, okay, we'll just leave this body laying here. I don't understand why people don't understand. Like, there's no concept of, like, just making sure. Like, okay, yeah, he's got a knife in the back. It's, yeah, it's very much a horror movie thing. And there was points in this movie where I was, like, almost yelling at the TV. Like, you're really that stupid? You're doing what Laurie did back in 78, stabbing him and then just dropping the knife and leaving the room? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, um, James, as we said, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, James U. Courtney, uh, a lot of the similar uh, cast, a lot of the cast returns. Um, we do get Thomas Mann, who is uh, the young Frank Hawkins. Anthony Michael Hall came in as Tommy Doyle, even though he was previously portrayed by Brian Andrews in 1978, and then Paul Rudd in... Um, Curse of Michael Myers, number six. That was. It would have been funny if it had been Paul Rudd. Oh, dude, could you? That would have been insane if they would have got Paul Rudd to come back for this. Mm-hmm. Especially with Greer being the daughter. Yeah. As their ex-husband and wife in the Ant-Man movies. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I had no. That might have been why they didn't do it. It's possible. Um. So. Let's see. I don't. If I would have thought about it, I would have definitely looked to see. So Robert Longstreet was uh, Lonnie Elam, who was Cam- Cameron's father, was um, you know Lonnie who boiled, uh, boiled, bullied uh, Tommy as a child. Um, so Ch- Charles Cyphers came back. He was um, uh, Sheriff Brackett in the. In- I, I looked that up to see if that was actually him. I was very happy to see that. Yeah, so he came back. Kyle Richards, who, who was Lindsay Wallace in the original film, she came back. Oh. Um, and then Nancy Stevens, who was Marion Chambers, she was actually she was the nurse that was in the car with Loomis with the hand mm-hmm. smack. Like she came back. Wow. Um, right. But she was all Maybe they asked the two Doyles and they either maybe the first one doesn't act anymore and Right. Red said no. Well, and that was the thing too is I remember reading that like Brian Andrews, who played Tommy Doyle, was like not stoked about not being asked to come back, and you know them going hmm. with Anthony Michael Hall instead. Like he's like, I want to do it, <laughs> but oh, that's weird. I mean, you, I don't know what else he had really been in, but like Anthony Michael Hall is kind of a big name, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And no, I'm not knocking him, but you know, it's just the the continuity for continuity's sake like if he's still acting right i know he carries a lot of the movie but someone else could have shouted he dies tonight (laughs) a hundred times (laughs) right oh and then you have um you have uh sorry where are we at here we we have um michael mcdonald as little john and scott MacArthur as big john i when i love that guy um big john oh the um that's the t- skinny one, right? The tall skinny no, one. No, that's Michael time. McDonald. That's Little John. They kind of had a they kind of oh. had the ironic flip of names there because oh. um 
Michael McDonald as Little John, you know, he was the one dressed up like the pirate and all that kind of stuff. And he was yeah, on. I like that. Guy. Yeah, Mad TV. Well, dude, when I when I was going when I watched this the first time and I saw his face on there, I'm like, oh no, he's in this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I'm, I like him too. He's hilarious. So he did some stuff on Scrubs that was really funny. Um. Oh, nice. So it says right here, additionally, Dr. Samuel Loomis is portrayed by the film's art director, Tom uh, Jones Jr., through prosthetics and makeup, and is voiced by Colin Mahan, Mahan? reprised his vocal role as Loomis from the 2018 film. Um, <clears throat> Haluk Bil- uh, Bilginer appears as, doc- as Dr. Rainbeer Sartain in the archive footage, blah, blah, blah. So it says PJ Souls also appears as Linda Vanderclock in archive footage from the 78 film. Nancy Loomis appears as Annie Brackett, which is now unrelated. Um, mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk. This is, I had this written down in the notes. Um, Bob Odenkirk has a cameo appearance in a, in a photograph as Bob Sims. So they used his picture for Bob, even though he's oh. not actually in it even though they kind of similar in appearance. Um, The producers were not able to secure the likeness of the original actor, John Michael Graham for the film and instead used Mm. a real high school yearbook photograph of Odenkirk after discovering their resemblance, which is kind of cool. Interesting. I I heard that he had a a cameo in the movie and I kind of forgot about it while, you know, watching Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, I wonder what it was, but okay. (laughs) Now we know. Yeah, it's yeah, it was pretty cool because I was I, I did a bunch of googling of shit when I got out, uh, got done watching the movie last night. Um, so we already talked about the um, shooting the films back to back and deciding against it. Um, so Danny McBride said we were uh, we were going to shoot the I believe this is McBride. But there's a quote saying, we were going to shoot the two of them back to back. Then we were like, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. This could come out and everyone could hate us and we'd never work again. So uh, let's not have to sit around for a year while we wait for another movie to come out that we know people aren't going to like. So we were like, this sounds like Danny McBride. Let's learn from this and see what works and what doesn't. But we definitely have an idea where we could go with it. uh, Go with this branch um branch of the story and hopefully we get a chance to do it um in september of 2018 um producer jason blum said that we will do a sequel if the movie performs by october of 2018 after the film's opening weekend mcbride confirmed that early development on the sequel had begun um in June of 2019, it was reported that a sequel would begin filming that September with Green returning to write the script and direct and Curtis Greer and Matichek uh, reprising their roles from the 2018 film. Um, July 8th, 2019, Bloody Disgusting reported that the studio was not only considering filming both sequels back to back, but also reprising both of them or releasing both of them in October of 2020. Oh, wow. That would have been cool. Yeah, to see both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having both now instead of waiting a year later for one and then two years mm-hmm. for the other. Um, on July 19th, 2019, Universal Pictures revealed that the titles uh, revealed the titles and release dates of the two sequels were announced. Halloween Kills set to be released on the 15th and Halloween Ends set to be released a year later on the 14th in October. 
Green will direct both films and co-write the scripts with McBride, and Curtis will re- uh, reprise her roles in both films. Teams, wa- Teams was confirmed as a co-writer for Halloween Kills, while Paul, Brad Logan, and Chris Bernier were announced as co-writers on Halloween Ends. Casting for extras were announced in late August of 2019. So casting on the film in July, on my daughter's birthday, July 26, 2019, it was confirmed that Nick Castle will return for both sequels um, for some scenes as Michael Myers with James Jude Courtney, again playing Myers for the majority of the film. films. Um, on August 26, 2019, it was announced that Anthony Michael Hall would join the cast as Tommy Doyle. Um, and we it was all this. I said... Paul Rudd, who had played Doyle in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, was approached to reprise his role, but declined as he was unavailable due to his commitments to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, okay. So I, uh, part of me wants to think that with Paul Rudd just being Paul Rudd, I, I feel like if he wasn't doing that, he, he might have done it. Yeah. Uh, I, I would almost guarantee it. Yeah. He doesn't strike me as one of those guys who's like, oh... I, I'm, 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 you know, beyond that now that, uh, that would have been a a real notch on the, the downtick for me there. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, a real little bit. I still like Paul Rudd on August 30th, 2019. It was announced that Kyle Richards would reprise her role as Lindsay Wallace from the original film. Uh, uh, Charles Cyphers was originally confirmed to return in October. His first role in a film since methodic in uh, 2007. Um, On uh, on September 5th of 2019, it was reported that Robert Longstreet would play Lonnie Elam, a character from the original film, and Marion Chambers. Uh, uh, Nancy Stevens, who uh, portrayed uh, Marion Chambers, came back as well. And she was also in Halloween 2 and then H2O. Hmm. So... On July 19, 2019, the spokesperson for Blumhouse Productions confirmed that Halloween Kills and its sequel, Halloween Ends, will commence production and uh, filming in Wilmington, North Carolina, at the same time. The movie commenced filming September 16, 2019. According to the film permit obtained by the city, there uh, will be a news reporter seen giving the updates on the films, on the events of the film in 2018. Filming in Wilmington on September 20th to 21st involved a car wreck scene. Additional photography included simulated gunfire scenes on September 27th, September 30th, and October 1st. Additional scenes were filmed on October 16th and 2019. And that filming concluded on November 3rd, 2019. Um, In an interview, Andy Matichek revealed that the filming was planned back-to-back with Halloween Ends, but but did not occur that way due to the intense schedule. So we're almost done with the notes here. Um, Halloween kills premiered, as we said at the 78th Venice international film festival, um, and was originally supposed to be, um, theatrically, theatrically released last year on October 16th, 2020, but it was delayed to the, to the pandemic. As of October 17th, 2021, Halloween Kills had grossed, and that's today as a recording, has grossed $50.4 million in the United States and Canada and a, a $5.5 million in other territories for a total of 
opening weekend. Um, in the United States and Canada, Halloween Kills was released alongside The Last Duel and was initially projected to gross 30 to 40, 35 to 40 million from the 3,700 theaters in its opening weekend. The film made 4.85 million from Thursday night previews, the biggest for both an R-rated title and a horror film amid the pandemic, surpassing A Quiet Place 2's 4.8. After making 22.8 million on its first day, including previews, estimated uh, estimates were raised to 50 million. It, w- it ended up debuting to 50.5 million, topping the box office and marking the best opening for an R-rated film amid, amid the pandemic, nearly doubling Suicide Squad's 26.2. Um, so, <laughs> the critical response for the film on the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 39% based on 144 reviews. Um, with an average rating of 5.3 out of 10. The consensus reads, Halloween Kills should satisfy fans in search of brute slasher thrills, but in terms of advancing the uh, franchise, it's a bit less than the sum of its bloody parts. Um, On Metacritic, the film had a weighted average score of 42 out of 100, based on 43 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. And... Audiences polled on CinemaScore gave the film an average of a B- on a A to plus to F scale, while those on post-track gave it a 69% positive score, with 52 saying they would definitely recommend it. Um, I mean, I certainly didn't hate it. Like, I do like the movie, and like we said earlier, like, the more I think about it, the more I like it. It's just, the 18 one is much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And I have a feeling when 3 comes out, or 4, however you want to look at it, it, if they do it right, should be a culmination and be like, oh, okay, this makes 2 better. Because it leads to this, and that makes sense, and it ends up being satisfying. That's why I'm surprised there's a 4-year gap. Like, I get not wanting to keep going to the past with it, mm-hmm. but... I'm definitely... Well, I mean, I guess if you think about it in the sense that Laurie's going to have to be the one to go toe to toe with Michael, he's yeah, going to be four. It's be like H two O. Yeah, he's going to be four years but better. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's going to. Um, it's four years later, so she should be healed. Yeah. She should like she'll be good on that front, but this makes Michael. What he was. Six. When he killed his sister in what 1973, so what this would make him 70, 70 years old at this point. Yeah, sixty. Well, I thought it was fifteen. I thought it was a fifteen-year gap between him killing his sister and. Is it? Yeah, I think you might be right. So in seventy-eight, he was fifteen. So what? That would be. Well, in, no, in seventy-eight, he would have been like twenty. The movies oh. in seventy-eight, so he would have been like twenty-one or something. Yeah. Right. That's okay. So, fuck yeah, he's gonna be old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, Michael, Michael with a walker. <laughs> he's got a fucking butcher knife that can come out the top of it. Like, okay, bud. Okay. Instead of tennis balls, it's kitchen knives. Uh, on the bottom. <laughs> it says um, 
In July of 2019, the film was announced alongside a direct sequel titled Halloween Ends, which is scheduled to be released on the 14th of October next year. The film has been announced as taking place at least four years later in 2022 and will address the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Green describes End as a coming-of-age story and a more intimate movie where um, where some of the characters have processed the insanity of the circus of the massacre of 2018. And not only that, but they've also uh, processed the world as it spun so wildly in the last four years. He also noted where, uh, where we're leaving these characters on Halloween in 2018, the world is a different place. So not only do they have their immediate world affected by that trauma, having to having time to process that trauma and that's a specific and immediate traumatic event in the community of Haddonfield. But then they also had a worldwide pandemic and uh, peculiar politics, peculiar politics and a million other things that turned their world upside down. Oh, we're getting political. Yeah. Which I mean, I get it because they kind of have to nowadays. Yeah. Everything's but. addressing the pandemic because that was with, yeah, we'll get into it with the movie. So, um, yeah. Halloween kills. Um, tagline for this movie, if you haven't guessed it already, <laughs> the tagline for the film is <laughs> evil dies tonight. Oh, that's a clever uh, line. That should work that into the movie. Oh, man. Yeah. You know who would really nail that? Hmm. So, All right. we'll, we'll do a few uh, fun facts before we dive into the movie. Um, if you didn't um, gather from the trailer, the three ma- the masks the three corpses are wearing on the merry-go-round are the silver samrock, shamrock masks from Halloween Three, which yeah, which was great. Um, so I don't know if I'll if it'll be in here, but so this one right here. So Jamie Lee Curtis reprised her role as Laurie Strode for a sixth time, and in doing so. She surpasses Donald Pleasance with the most appearances in the series. Nice. And I read also that she is now, she has played Laurie Strode across six different decades. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> insane. Um, actual firefighters from Cannon Air Force based fire department appear in the film's opening. Um, we already covered this. Jamie Lee Curtis, Charles Cyphers, Kyle Richards, Nancy Stevens, and Nick Castle were all in the original film and returned for this one. Um, the other ones were recast. So... Halloween 2018 was released 40 years after Halloween 1978. Halloween Kills 2021 was released 40 years after Halloween 2. And Halloween Ends is set to be released 40 years after Season of the Witch. That's cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, because I forgot that. I mean, it's it's not on purpose because it was delayed. (laughs) Right, but it it works out better that way. Um, Yeah. As the film was shot digitally, the grain filters were uh, film uh, film grain filters were used in the new '78 flashback scenes, which we'll get into nice. here soon. Um, so Laurie spends most of the film in a hospital, like she did in Halloween Two. 
Um, yeah. That was one of the things I noticed by the end. Is like, oh, the whole thing is like, well, half the movie is taking place in a hospital, and that's what all of Halloween Two was. Right. And I actually I have a note about that in there as well. Um, so one of Michael's victims tries to strangle him with a stethoscope, a reference to Halloween Two, where Michael strangled Bud with a, te- a, te- a stethoscope. I give him props for the effort. Yeah. But, God. And that's the... They they really are digging deep. Like, I'm amazed almost that you don't like this more because even I was like, oh, that's a nod to this and this calls back oh, to this from the last one and this is this. So, and just... I, like, I get and I think that's the thing that makes me like this film more so yeah. because, like, watching it, I... Dude, it looks great. Everything about yeah. it was fine. The flashback sequence was really good. It didn't hit for me the same just because it it didn't like it looks so different. Like with as much mm. as I with watching Halloween 78 and with it being so dark and so blue hued. Mm-hmm. This one was a lot it looked a lot more washed out. It like sure. it just like a hell of an effort to make it look like it was in the seventies, but it just, it didn't really hit the same way. Um, so Lori yells at the fire department to let it burn as they head, um, towards the burning house. This is based on a deleted scene from Halloween Four: the return of Michael Myers. The scene was a flashback to the end of Halloween two with Dr. Loomis pleading to the paramedics, let him burn. After he blew up in the operating room only to be ignored. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Nick Castle noted that when recording the sounds of breathing as Myers, he didn't recognize his own appearance in the, he didn't recognize his own appearance in the film. And that's what I was trying to find. I uh, was trying to find like what scene in this movie was him doing his thing. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get anything like concise. So if anybody listening knows exactly if he had a, like a visual scene in the film or if mm. it was just him breathing, um, let us know. And that's one of the things after we, before, after this and before we get into the notes, um, I did put across the social media as asking for feedback about what people thought about the film. I got a few things. So, um, right. so do, 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 uh, producer Ryan Freeman lobbied for a Daniel Harris cameo in the film, but it was vetoed. That's too bad. That is too bad. I get it, but it would have been nice. Yeah. The premise of the of the Halloween citizens banding together against Michael Myers is similar to the seemingly smaller vigilante militia that was also formed against him to protect Jamie Lloyd in Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. So it was Halloween 4. Yeah, it, it's not a whole lot, but it was like the like the rednecks in the back of the um, pickup truck, like with shotguns and firing in the air and shit. Um, the so the logo for Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, as it's seen in the film, is directly taken from the now decanonized Halloween Two. Um. Ross Bacon, who played a mental patient named Tivoli in Halloween Kills, uncredited in Halloween um, and in Halloween Kills, passed away before the release. Sad. Hmm. Um, so Malik, this will be the last one because it's a longer one. Oh, okay. wait. Hold on. Buster Rhymes was almost included in the film, but it was scrapped. 
Oh, oh good. No, no, that would have been. Oh man, that, that would have been funny. But I'm glad that they didn't. Right. Um, it would have been cool if he had been like just someone at the hospital, like in the waiting room or something. Um, so actually, this one here. So this film features the fourth time someone else is mistaken as Michael. The previous three times were Ben Tramer in Halloween Two, Ted Hollister in Halloween Four, and Ronnie in Halloween Twenty or Halloween H two O. Which hmm. we'll get into that because at first, before I actually really thought about that whole part, I was really irritated by it. And in fact, I'll read the like that was one of the big things that was uh, mentioned. Okay, so Malakakad addressed and explained why it would have been distracting for Paul Rudd to reprise the role of Tommy Doyle. At a press event uh, attended by Screen Rant, Akkad admitted it would have been wonderful had Rudd reprised the role in Halloween Kills, adding, It would have warmed my heart, and definitely there's some disappointment there. Ultimately, however, Akkad felt Anthony Michael Hall fulfills the role in a way that's maybe less jarring for the narrative and maybe... Uh, won't take people out of it he added because paul rudd is so big for a lot of things like comedy and whatever he's a fantastic actor and i think it i think it turned out this way for a reason we're so excited anthony michael hall does a knockout performance it's definitely going to be one of his fan favorites that's fair yeah and that's kind of what i thought too i'm like dude it's there's so much there's so Mm -hmm. like he's such a big name and yeah dude it I don't think it would have taken me out because my introduction to him, like obviously was in Halloween six, like, yeah. but still I, I would have been hard. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's, oh my God, he's reprising his role as Tommy, mm-hmm. but uh, for the general audience, it's, Hey, it's Ant-Man. Hey, it's Ant-Man. Or, like, Hey, it's a, uh... and Judy Greer's in this too. That's funny. <laughs> right. They're like, uh, or I would have thought of him as, um, fan, uh, Brian Fantana from fucking Anchorman, you know, the sex yeah. Panther. <laughs> um, so before we get into the thing, I will share a few comments that we had gotten. Um, I put around all the social medias asking what were people's thoughts on the film. We got one from uh, uh, in my Discord uh, from Boop Waffle saying, Michael was awesome. The story was very chaotic and very cringy overall. I had got a uh, text message from my dear friend Troy who said... Um, we were talking about it. I, like I said, at first I was a little meh on it, but he said, yeah, way too many kills and unnecessarily graphic at times. It didn't really help the story. There was no suspense except for at the little John, uh, at the John's residence. Uh, he said, I felt like watching, th- it felt like watching three different films. The editing was horrible. The whole ma- uh, the whole mental patient scene that took up 20 minutes wasn't really necessary. What the fuck was that? And neither was really showing him busted up on the ground. It was super over dramatic and the acting was mostly shit. So he's like, Yeah, can you tell that I liked it? <laughs> I was like, Oh, buddy. <laughs> um, and so I told him I'd read that out. Um, we did get a comment on Facebook. And I believe it was just um, saying that they enjoyed the movie or that it was badass, I think was the term. Unfortunately, I have my Wi Fi turned off on my phone, so it's going slower. Um,. Yeah, I, I, I put it out across everything I possibly could through the slashers, through Facebook. Mm-hmm. I didn't check Instagram, but I would have a notification for that. 
Um, sure. We did get a comment from Derek saying, just saw it, badass. So, uh, you know, overall, pretty favorable. I'm going to have to talk sure. to Troy again and see if his opinion is still the same. We mostly got just a bunch of likes, which, hey, I'll take those yeah. all day and, every, and twice on Sundays. And a response is a good response. Hey, yeah, yeah. It, it, a like lets us know that you at least saw it. So diving into the film, um, we haven't really gone into spoilers as much. Like we've talked about some stuff, but you know, 40 minutes in, this is, you know, I'll let you guys know in the, in the informations, this is where we really get into it. So it does, it starts right off right where it ended. Um, Cameron walking, finding and uh, actually saving Hawkins life which lucky for him, he found him as quick as he did because mm-hmm. he did get the certain special right in the side of the neck. And so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, he hasn't bled out yet. So good for him. And then watching it again last night, it's like he stabs him at least one more time when he's on the ground. It looks like yeah. too. So, right. Yeah. Hawkins is just, <laughs> and then I think he gets run over by the car. I, when he drives off, it really kind of looks like there's a. Yeah, I should have watched. I dude, I was gonna, I was gonna do the the 2018 into kills, and I'm like, man, yesterday was such a busy day. I I was at the pumpkin patch until like five, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of stuff. So um, be more decisive picking out your pumpkins. Well, no, well, no, it was like <laughs> a big old family thing. Like, I, no, no parent wants to be at the pumpkin patch. It's for the kids. <laughs> um so we get the flashback after that and like it is really cool like the one thing i didn't get is so even though lonnie bullies tommy he gets mm-hmm. he gets bullied he, he he gets bullied by a group of kids yeah. who apparently are the Malanies. it's it's said like it's of note you know what I yeah. mean? So like when they in 2018 when they it just made me think of um, is it Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, there's no context to that at all. And it, if anything, it it made more sense like in the last one than when they talked about the Elams. You know what I mean? Like with Cameron and his bully dad Lonnie. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it makes sense that you know, a bully gets bullied or like it generally, and therefore co- bullies. Yeah. <laughs> it generally comes from somewhere. And so, yeah. um, but it just, it, it kind of caught me off where I'm like, well, is this a name that I need to remember? Is it going to be more mm. prevalent in the next film? Like who knows? So in the flashback, you know, we'll see well, that we will, um, during the flashback there, you know, they're trying to to find Myers as uh, Hawkins is a really bad shot, and I talk about it in a few notes down. But he's just like, what the fuck? So he's shooting a Michael from across the alley. He disappears, mm-hmm. and they find out. You know, he ends up back at the Myers house. Which it doesn't matter yeah. what version of the film you're watching. The Myers house is just this. Yeah, everything leads back to the house. It always does, and um. While they're, you know, creeping through, they're trying to find them. There, it happens more than once, just like the big bangy footsteps upstairs while somebody's mm-hmm. downstairs. 
Like yeah. Myers be making a lot of noise in this movie. And I know yeah. it's more of a alluring tactic because this one, I kind of give it a tad bit more of a pass because I feel like while Myers is this, the creepy silent stalker, he's a lot more angry in this film too. So he's a lot more brutal yeah. and he is still doing the stocky stuff. He's just, you know, little breadcrumbs. Hey, I'm here. Come upstairs. Yeah, he's not as patient. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, like they go upstairs and the only spot out of all the dust <laughs> that you see footprints <laughs> is right in front of the window. And like, I mm. get it. But then all of a sudden, you know, Myers rushes and this is 78. Yep. This isn't pissed off 60 year old Myers who's been burned and trapped and stabbed and fingers cut off and all this shit. Like mm. this is. <sighs> He he yeah he did get shot out the window huh after this point so yeah. maybe he was pissed. I shot him six times. <laughs> That's not a man. <laughs> so yeah, may- I shot him six times. <laughs> maybe, maybe he is pissed off. But yeah, so he rushes yeah. the he rushes that cop and just a lot of boom 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 just banging mm. into shit like the amount of brute force that he uses in this movie it, like you know lifting the firefighter up off the ground smashing people's heads into shit like he does a lot of like boom but you know it's very rob zombie michael but at the same time they did that in 18 a lot too like he rocks that dude in the bathroom yes boom (laughs) which is which is also the same thing in in zombies um yeah he like that's one of my favorites What's what's his face yeah I got a Supreme Burrito and blah, 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 blah. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, like... Joe Grizzly, bitch. Oh, yeah, Joe Grizzly, that's right. When he does, when he's banging him into the stall and, like, the camera shakes each time, like, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite scenes in almost any of the Halloween movies just because it's, it's yeah. so brutal. And in this one, he does, like, at least three different people, you see him banging the body around into this, that, and the other, just, it's like, okay, that sucks for them. (laughs) Especially poor Lonnie or not Lonnie. Sorry, Cameron. We'll get to that one later. Um, so yeah, they Myers just walks downstairs and walks out the house. And I don't know. I really, it's too bad. I I wonder if they would have put Nick castle into the suit for that one like when he's when they show him walking around a bunch like mm-hmm. i mean he's got the walk down already like that's may i don't know if maybe that's, it was i don't know i it, it's possible but i'd almost kind of hope so but it's also it like the walk seemed a little bit more stiff than normal it was kind of weird plus mm. the mask looked bigger i don't know um sure. so we get into the the title sequence here with the with the theme which it seems like they kind of vary it every time. Like this one, yeah. I felt like is almost kind of like a mashup between um, Halloween and Candyman with the, mm. oh, you know, the Oz and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, which it, it, it did add a, a, a layer of creepiness to it. Um, I didn't mind it as much, yeah. but. And all the burning pumpkins were pretty yeah, cool. That was super cool. Which I believe, you know, I was watching something talking about the, sim- uh, the symbolism behind uh, 
you know, rising, like rising out of the fire and shit like that, like a phoenix. Um, (laughs) So they, you know, we get the introduction to to Tommy and um, the super awkward story lesson yeah <laughs> yeah right and the thing is is when he's standing on when he walks up stage he kind of looks like a thicker james jude courtney like yeah. i'm like excuse oh Uncle? that's that's are anti- you about to kill everybody yeah like what's going on but he does Wanna he do stand up <laughs> well and i think it's a, it's something that happens every year apparently because like when they when all three of them come walking in like just the best friends of halloween um, mm-hmm. They already had wine glasses set up on the the little banister behind the couple that was just like we're just trying to watch the talent show. You know what I noticed? What's that? Watching eighteen again, you see them leave. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, that's them. Like, you don't piss me off too. Is I until watching this, I didn't realize that that was their bodies on the merry-go-round until watching this, even though. You mm-hmm. see the scrubs throughout the entire movie. You see the white costume with the red. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah like it never dawned on me. And then I only watched the trailer like once, yeah. so I didn't have anything too spoiled for me. Right. Well, and that was the thing too. Is like I I didn't watch. I watched all the trailers. I'm pretty sure I didn't watch them like repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But I felt like her doctor outfit would have stood out to me more than it did because they, they use that picture in a lot of different promotional stuff with, you know, with them wearing the Halloween three masks and all that. Like there was a lot of that image being shown around and it still never clicked, which was kind of nice. Cause I'm like, Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Um, so yeah, they kind of, this, like, whole scene here, it like, it just kind of, it gets really weird because, like, they have the history lesson. The, you mm-hmm. know, the the husband goes up to apologize, like, hey, I didn't realize that was you guys. Let me buy you drinks, this and that. Yeah. And then he, they go to leave, and he's like, oh, I forgot my stethoscope. Like, it's, like, just get a new one. But then I'm yeah. like, oh she's a doctor and he's a nurse. It's probably a real stethoscope. And I don't know what the price tag is on one of that, but it's probably not a Halloween prop. And so he's like, I yeah. gotta go back in there and get it. Yeah. You know, I'll get fired or lectured if I used it for a costume <laughs> and left it at a bar. Yeah, I left it at a bar. Um, but it was kind of crazy because, you know, he goes back in, she goes to the car and then, you know, the, the body sits up in the back seat and she's like, Oh my God, it's him. It's him. And I'm like, oh, that'd have been fucking nut- crazy. Mm-hmm. But then after the whole logistics wouldn't have made sense. But yeah, it wouldn't. Have, no, it wouldn't have. But that's why I'm glad it wasn't. But mm-hmm. this is what, yeah. So the you once I watched it the second time, I could tell by the outline of the like the head yeah. and all that. I was like, oh, okay. So if you would have been paying attention, you might have been able to pick that up the first time. Mm-hmm. But so when well, he's the guy with. Because you only see him once in the 18 movie, yeah. but he's the guy with the umbrella yeah, with the at heat. the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I went, oh, okay, that's, like, everything that they did in this one made more sense and made me feel better once I watched the, the last one. Right. They, so still the car drive off, cr- crashes it, and then escapes. And then you see that it's the the mental patient from 2018, you know, who had the long, scraggly hair, kind of, kind of, mm-hmm. um rotund yeah um 
but then then we get the opening scene of the Meyer, of the the Strode house mm-hmm. and what a fucking scene it was i saw yeah. i'm saw before this movie came out that there were legit petitions to get that scene removed because of the fact that firefighters were being murdered and all that kind of stuff like so i i get the idea I like I I try to I try to pride myself on the ability of seeing things from both sides like okay sure. I get where you're coming from with that but at the same time yeah. nobody else is going to be out there putting up a burning house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love the fact that they tried to put up a fight. They look yeah. scared but dude fucking he's got his axe in his hand the other one fucking revs up the saw and I'm like, "Ooh. I mean, they're yeah. not fighters, but goddamn it this could be cool." None of them stood a chance. No. At all. And that was the only thing that made me go, this is a tad too Jason for me, but I get it. And I think that, again, watching the last one, it'd be a decent transition between dude with a kitchen knife and some rope in the original to what happened in 18 to this. Right. Because he gets pretty inventive in 18, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he does. And brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And only to be elevated in this one. So, mm-hmm. and that was the thing too, because you're like, it shows how he manages to survive in the basement, inside the yeah. roll-up closet thing where all the guns were kept. Even though I thought that that was more of just like a shelf behind it. Apparently, there's enough mm-hmm. room for him to hide in there. But visually, mm-hmm. it was terrifying. If yeah. you're laying on the floor and you're like, man, down. All of a sudden, this door rolls up and fucking Michael steps out. You're like. God damn it. Okay. I'm not getting This is the worst day. Yeah, I'm not getting (laughs) The building's already on fire, and now we got this fucking guy. (laughs) Right. Um, And so, yeah, just that scene, though, where he walks out the front door, like, that's just used for everything. Because it is Mm. visually, like, really fucking pretty. (laughs) Just him walking out the flames, the water. Mm -hmm. I really thought it was dumb. Like that the one firefighter tried to use the water hose like that would make sense because the water hose generally has so much pressure yeah i thought it was a clever idea but but that that didn't look like what i would like i've seen some of those and it's yeah like half power like if it would have been a wider stream and then michael still charged forward that would have been a lot more imposing because mm-hmm. i mean i felt like i would have walked up to that hose pressure yeah, that was the only thing that made i was like oh that's a clever idea and then yeah. i saw the stream of water it's like oh that's not gonna do anything well, that's not really a fire hose no i would have sprayed him in the face <laughs> like yeah like, and if nothing it like and then just had him like roll out of the way or he yeah you know dodges it or something None of you guys played dark souls where's the roll get out of the way <laughs> evade <laughs> like i'm not a fighter but i still like even fucking later on um, Allison, when she when she has the knife and she goes at Myers, I'm like, get it, okay, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. N- n- none of these grown firefighters made any attempt. <laughs> They're just like, all right, we're gonna get systematically slaughtered here. Yeah. Um, so I had written down. I thought there'd be more in the hospital because of how much they talked about the hospital, but I think it th- felt like it was teeing up, and I think. One, like we talked about earlier, that's what Halloween 2 is. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm glad that they heavy alluded to it, but I like the twist at the end, because the whole movie you're thinking, or Laurie's planting in their heads, he's after me, he's after me. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah, which I love. Even in the last one, he's not. Yeah. He's not after Laurie at all. Yeah, it's so great. And I love that. I do too. Because it's like, even the first one had nothing to do with you. You're not his actual sister like in the original Shitty Halloween 2. Like, you're just, you're just so, some rando. That happens to be there and keep escaping and putting yourself in yeah. his way. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. And you were at his house yeah. earlier dropping off the keys, which is what drew his attention to you in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he's like, oh, I remember you. I saw you earlier today. Um, yeah, like, that. I loved that. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um the one thing I am glad is that they didn't actually show Myers at the hospital because unlike Halloween mm-hmm. 2, a hospital in this day and age is not going to be like that. It's Even at night, it's not going to be yeah. all super... I mean, they might, it might well, be... Well, especially dimmed. that night with so many people dying. Like, <laughs> like the lady looking for the, the one kid that died. Oscar, yeah. 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 It's like, you know, there's just... There's so many people. He wouldn't be able to just walk in and start doing anything well that and like it'll probably be alluded to that they're kind of in a pandemic i mean no one's wearing masks in the movie so it's because it's still 2018 but Mm -hmm. like yeah dude hospitals and you know nowadays are not the same as they were in 1982 you know like (sighs) the security alone yeah um and so we get the we get the first real suspe- uh, suspenseful scene in the movie. One of my favorites with the elderly couple, which is, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just, just the dude from rescue me. Huh? So the dude from rescue. Me. I never saw it. It's a good show. Okay. Um, I've heard that, that, the, yeah. that's good. So we finally get it, uh, some sus- uh, suspense with this. Um, the wife is, you know, standing in the kitchen. She's playing a drone and, um, it is weird because, like, I don't know how I would have handled myself in that position, in that situation either. But, like, when it goes and hits the wall and it falls inside there, then it fucking flies back out. They're like, hey, like, that was a real reaction to, like, hey, who's mm-hmm. in my house? Like, yeah. that was a little too obvious. Um, and I wish this was another scene that I wish I wouldn't have seen in the trailer because, similar to 2018, with him hiding in the closet. Like, mm. just perfect. Yeah, I remember that in the trailer. Yeah, just perfect scare. Like, I, I'm not going to be able to stop myself for when the trailer for Halloween Ends comes out, but sure. I would really love to be able to just, like, because that right there, when he breaks the light in the bathroom, like, that's mm-hmm. terrifying. That was awesome. That's terrifying. They should yeah. not have had that in the trailer. But, I mean... It, I didn't remember it from the trailer, so I, may, I got off pretty good. Well, maybe because I watched... I watched um, probably the final. Yeah, I watched the final trailer. If, if I just stick to the mm. first one, I'd be good, but I can't. can't I it. can't help myself with Halloween. I'm like that with the Marvel movies, I know so I get you, it. I know you are. <laughs> um, so this this whole scene, like, so he kills, you know, he, he dispatches of them in the most brutal ways. Like, the guy, the old man, like, he leaves the bathroom. He shuts the door. He's locking him. He's like, you know, oh, my God, there's mm-hmm. a fucking mass monster man in here or whatever. He's wearing a monster mm-hmm. mask. And, like, okay, yeah, this is this makes sense. But mm-hmm. they have one of those weird old houses that have windows inside their house, yeah. like little separators and all that. So he, 
gets banged up pretty bad, just and then pulled down over the glass, which I thought was rad. Yeah. And like he's like, run, run. And then she like runs (laughs) to the door and like he was there pretty quick. So I don't even knock her for being super scared and fright, like frightened to where her hands were fumbly to get out. Like she Mm -hmm. really didn't have any time. No, like, and she's elderly too. Yeah, exactly. And all the like, shit that she just saw, like I get. But it, it wasn't like you know, fumble for your, uh, like fumble your keys for you know, forty five seconds before, like she literally had like ten seconds before he was there, yeah. and it's like even if, yeah, she's like I'm not going anywhere, but yeah. like she grabs a knife and then he walks over and grabs a light bulb, and then fucking <laughs> that bra- was brutal. Yeah, breaks it, then jabs it in her neck, and I'm like, okay, that's sick. I like that. Mm-hmm. The thing that was off-putting for me was um the husband being laid over the table and then michael just grabbing every knife and stabbing him into the guy's back like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of anger and pissed off being taken out on this old man's back like you know what i rationalized it as though is that i feel like michael is a bit of a performance artist Okay. I mean, look at what he does with Bob and what he did with the ending. Like, the ending of the original when he has the Judith tombstone and uh, Annie's body on the bed doesn't really make sense. Okay. Hey, but I mean, it helps. But in the context, yeah. They just never showed the setup, I yeah. guess. So, yeah, I mean, that was, it was a little odd, but it was so brutal. But then we're like, he stabs it, and then he kind of turns, and then he kind of looks like he's hunkered over like... Like, he's processing what he's doing, like... Yeah, or waiting for a good enough reaction. Yeah, like Like something. Like, he keeps telling different punchlines to a joke that no one's laughing (laughs) to. That one's not good, oh, how about this one? Right. (laughs) Oh, and then when he grabs the last knife and then walks off, like, you think that he's going to go over. It's like, no, he's just going to let her bleed out. Yeah. And you're just like, fucking hell. Um, So, we're back in the bar, I'm assuming, because... Um, yeah. they're, uh, they're, they show an interview with Julian uh, and the couple he's like oh that's a ha- that's an asshole kid Julian from across the street and I'm like <laughs> oh my god I was so happy that he was in this movie even if it was just that because that little kid's like he's my number he's my, my number one main babysitter and blah 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 and I'm like oh my <laughs> god but they're like that's that little asshole kid and I'm like oh man um, and so Oh, I guess I jumped the gun a little bit with Michael Myers being in the back seat. And he's like, she's like, oh, Michael Myers is in the back. And he's like, hell no. She's like, go look. He's yeah. like, no. That is that is the <laughs> response. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not going to look in the back. You tell me that yeah, there's... If nothing else, you're going to get like three or four other people to look with you. Yeah. Be like, hey, there's a killer on the loose. Go look in the back of your car. Fuck you. You go look. <laughs> and then that's when the car drives off. And then... Um, mm-hmm. So... The crazy okay, so this is where we meet Big John and Little John. Um, their mm-hmm. dynamic was great. Um, it kind of so um, Big John kind of gave me like he he had. I was looking up his IMDb and I believe he's worked with Danny McBride on some stuff, so I see why he was in it. Like it, mm-hmm. it was kind of that. I don't know. I kind of got a McBride vibe off of him. 
but like so they they live in the Myers house and they you would like inside you'd never tell like they fucking remodeled the holy shit out of it um you know little John's like I want to watch a movie he's got this nice nice uh, charcuterie board he cut up and they're gonna watch a movie and you know, Big John's upstairs smoking a joint, dancing to some old creepy Halloween records, which I thought was super rad. Um, mm. But they they get they basically get the the tricked end of the trick or treat with the three asshole kids who um, basically pretend to be dead and bloodied, and the mm-hmm. skeleton boy steals all their candy, and then. The Johns kind of scare them, you know, tell a story like, you know whose house this is? Like, you can't go in there without being invited, blah, 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 which is funny because that boy ends up dead. <laughs> the one who yeah. goes inside the house is the one who, yeah, he's, Myers is carrying his mat, bloody mask at the park. And you're like, mm-hmm. I shared a thing to the Facebook page where it was just a picture of Myers' face and it said, fuck them kids. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, he, he, he had it. Um we then get to, you know, Tommy's rally, rallying the town to hunt down Myers. He campaigning like he's a politician. He's like, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. If you're able-bodied and you're not, you know, let's go. And then you you get the, this, this scene here at the park is pretty creepy. So you do get the kids at the park. She's like, what are you guys doing? She's like, it's Halloween. Like, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> and, um... They're like, you need to get out of here. You need to go home. It's not safe. And then like, oh, you mean like the creepy man, you know, it keeps playing hide and seek with the white mask. And she's like, what? And they're like, oh, he's right there. And they look back and he's standing there just staring, holding that mask. And it's like, oh, that was a good scene. Yeah, that's scary. Another one that was in the final trailer that I wish I wouldn't have seen. Um, so this whole scene, though, is it's chaotic. It's jumbly. But at the same time, like, I'm rationalizing it in my mind because at the same time, even though, like, I mean, the doctor, when she's walking back at the car firing a Desert Eagle, which is Mm -hmm. a 45 to 50 caliber shells being fired and (laughs) missing every shot. But then when it gets closer, Myers kicks the door flings the gun back around she shoots herself in the head and i'm just like oh my god the fucking like (laughs) okay like it it was a creative kill and it makes sense i don't hate it but it's just like everything it just shows like just the collapse of the situation like everything is just Mm. falling apart and i'm fine with it but god damn can't catch a break dude like marion chambers is actually a decent shot she shoots like, you know, Myers gets on top of the car like he did in Halloween. He's got the mask mm-hmm. in front on the windshield. She shoots the mask off the car, which is like, all right, sweet. But then she's yeah. just firing at everything else, wastes yeah. her bullets, and then, you know, has the bravado to sit up in the front being like, you know, Michael, and then starts talking shit to him and then fires, you know, pulls the trigger and she's out of shells. It's like, oh, fuck. And then she <laughs> slides back to the other side of the car just to get fucking stabbed up. It was so brutal. And then, you know, poor nurse guy. I wish I remembered their names off the top of their head for each of them because they did. A, they were great in this film. Yeah. Tries, like, like, tries to 
help her choke him yeah choke him out with the stethoscope i really had a brain fart i'm like what do i want to use <laughs> you know what, what what am i thinking about just to like him just kind of pop up and then fucking stab him in the eyeball yeah that was brutal it was so brutal and it's just like oh my god poor guy poor guy and then you know she comes back and gets shot by her own hand because Myers kicks mm-hmm. the door open like the improvisation to be like no <laughs> stop yourself from getting shot up um and so Lindsay shows up hits him with a bag of bricks which I thought was clever but she too gets choked up he's holding her up against the car she's trying to pull his mask off and I guess in order to stop him to stop her from doing that, he throws her to the ground and, you know, she gets up and runs away. But, um, what did, what was it? So she runs off and she's hiding. It's a real, it's a real Lord of the Rings Nazgul moment where she's hiding down in the river and he's standing up looking around. And I like when she kind of makes like this gasp and he looks down, I swear he's like Caesar. He has to know that she's down there. He doesn't go after her. And I don't know if he's just toying with her because nothing really happens with her again after that point. No. But like... It is weird the way he kind of picks and chooses who he's willing to kill. And I, it's almost like, okay, you're scared enough and you're not going to be in my way to get to my house. Yeah, you're not going to try so, to continue to, to stop me. Yeah, we'll move on. Um, but... So the... People are gathering. They're trying to, you know, get the mob together. They're going after it. Everybody grabs guns. Allison grabs the shotgun. Even, you know, they all have guns. And then Tommy, you know, he's got what old Huckleberry or whatever it is, where he's got the baseball bat. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, like why you would want to go with something so up close and personal like that, like I don't. Like, he seemed like the type of guy, though. Like, he's... I, I messaged you this after I watched it. Like, I don't know another movie where I've wanted the people of a town to die right. more. Because they just do everything wrong. Yeah. So I was trying to get a an idea of size. So James Jude Courtney is six foot three. Um... Nick Castle is 5'10". Tyler Maine, who... He was huge. He's 6'9". Yeah. And so he ranged in anywhere from that. But in this one, even 6'3", is pretty pretty tall. Um, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, his height, he's 6'1". Um, he's so he's actually taller than he looks in this movie. You know, because he looks he's a big guy. You know, he's a big guy, but he looks more like stocky, like bowling ball-y. Like he doesn't strike me to be, you know, an inch taller than myself. He doesn't look that big, but I mean, people rarely do on on screen. Um, yeah. And so we, you know, everybody, our evil dies tonight. <laughs> I had to write it down. We get back to the, you know. The John's residence, Little John, Big John. They're sitting down to watch the movie. There's a knock at the back door. He gets up, goes, looks. 
This this is a nice tense moment. He goes back. There's a a knock at the front door. And then they both go and they're looking. And then little John comes back in and sees that the back door is open. There's blood on it. And he he says, um, what I have written down, he said, uh, someone's in our house and it's not a child. And I'm like, oh, fuck, right? And so, oh, yeah. So Big John grabs the smallest paring knife I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Big John, or Big John does. Little John grabs a bigger knife from the kitchen. But uh, someone's in our house, not a child. Okay, so I guess in between this scene is where we have the hospital scene. Um, this is where the escape patient is being chased. Everybody thinks it's Michael. And it, like this whole scene, like the more I think about it, I really didn't like it in the beginning because I'm like, it's unnecessary, but it just shows there's a parallel between this and how people are in real life, jumping to conclusions, acting without knowledge, just make like following blindly. Like they're like, Oh, this short, chubby, long haired patient that everybody's chasing is Michael. And they see him in there. Like, Nobody knows what Michael Myers looks like. They don't, they've never actually seen him. And the only people who have, like, by the time it's too late, where, you know, Karen's like, you know, help stop them, do something. And he's like, what can I do? Because it's already become bigger than that. Like, it's, it's ramped Mm -hmm. up to the most high. Like, there's not much that can be done when you have what looks to be like 40, 50 people in a hospital trying to break into this little corridor where he's at and he you know he's in he's institutionalized we don't know what kind of thing was going on with him if he's insane like what kind of like what got him there but he kind of has like this Just that he has an umbrella yeah. and like shoelaces yeah yeah exactly uh he kind of has this like clarity this moment where like he's like this isn't gonna end well for me and so he, yeah. you know, climbs out to the window, breaks it in, goes out on the ledge, and then just jumps. He's like, I'm, at least if I die this way, it should be quick, opposed to being beaten to death by yeah. 20 people. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it's kind of sad. And they're like, you know, while I get where Troy was coming from, that it is like kind of unnecessary for the film, but at the same time, like, I do justify it in my mind of like being like, God, this is how a mob would act. Yeah. There's, and that's what the more I, I think about it, the more it's like the first one is a lot about PTSD. Mm-hmm. This one is very much about the hostile reactions of people in panic, yep. thinking, "Oh, there's a killer on the loose, so we have to do something about it." Like it's, it's true to life, unfortunately. Yeah, it is, and that's like the more I thought about, it, I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. Um. Yeah. So we then go back to the uh, to Big John. He's upstairs. He gets stabbed in the armpit while he's looking for Michael upstairs, and that like sounds horrible. It does. Like poor Big John. Like he gets stabbed in there. He gets his eyes gouged out. Like he's getting fucking just wrecked. Mm-hmm. And. Out of like this whole scene is tense too, which I I enjoy, yeah. like I enjoyed, 
And <laughs> Michael is just standing because that's the room, you know, that he stood in the beginning where he rushed the cop. Um, he's just standing there looking out the window. And then little John's like, Michael, you've come home. And my whole thought to that was like, leave. Like, why, <laughs> like, why address him? You saw what he did to your husband, boyfriend. It doesn't say that they're married, but they're together. Mm-hmm. You saw what happened to Big John. And you're just like in this like awe, like this sense of reverence where you're just like, Michael, you've come home. Let- I think it's just shock. It is shock, but like... And a bit of like my partner just got massacred. What point is there now? Well, to- yeah, I, I, I see that. I don't. I didn't get that vibe. I just... Like it's corny. It, well, it but. is, but like if my wife saw me laying dead on the floor, and Michael Myers was standing in the window staring outside, she's not gonna be like, "Oh, Michael, you've come home." She's probably gonna run the fuck the other direction, which is what a normal person would do. I feel, hmm. but like, <laughs> and so then you get the outside shot looking in the window, and then Michael turns around, and walks to her, and then you just hear him scream, and it's like. oh, this could have been avoided, bud. All you had to do was walk <laughs> away. Like, just leave him alone. Um, and so, yep. Then back at the hospital, mom, the mom sees her son on the table, and that, that, that would be the most heartbreaking way to find out that your kid died. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're, like, she's in there. She's asking, she's like, His, you know, my son, his name's Oscar. He's seeing him, blah, blah, blah. And then she's walking by. She looks in there and just see him on the slab. And it's like, ugh. Fuck that. Um, we already talked about the parallel of the mob and how society acts, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, you know, this is where we find out about good old classic police corruption, cover-ups. It, so my, like, the, my thought process on it, like, with, you know, just cops covering shit up. Like, it, it is a corrupt thing to do. You know, it's 1978. They're like, okay, this is, like, we're going to protect our own. But, like, it's just, yeah. oh, my God. Like, so not only did fucking Hawkins have to deal with this, his entire, like, just, like, having that weighing on his conscience. Like, I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Like, you shouldn't have shot. Like, in that beginning sequence where Myers is holding his partner, like there is yeah. no room to shoot him. Like it's no. And the other thing is, if you were going to make the decision, it should have been shoot him and then shoot Michael. And but he shoots him and then is like, oh my god, I shot yeah. him. Like and oh then, shit, like, you did. There was no way to not. Right. Like you didn't have to shoot him in the face or in the neck. Like you could have shot that him. Too. Like if if I would like so when he shoots him, he just falls. Like I would have winged him. And like the leg, yeah. like, or just like, hey, yeah. do that thing that you do when you're being held hostage, just go dead weight. Like, Myers is probably not expecting mm-hmm. to hold you upright. Like, he's kind of holding you in mm-hmm. place, but he's not holding you up. Yeah. Like, yeah, good old, that was a dummy, dumb thing. So, um, we get the kids at the, at the Myers house. So, Meyer putting on the record was kind of creepy. Like, there's just something yeah. about old song, old timey songs like that on record players in film, i.e. The Strangers, that... Ready or Not. Yeah, Ready or Not. Oh, I love that one, too. Um, but, so, 
they find uh, they find the Johns. Cameron goes off by himself. Well, yeah, which I thought was really dumb. Like they're looking in the house. She finds, you know, them like Michael staged the Johns up. You know, sit up and they're like, here we mm-hmm. go again with the pageantry. But like. Yeah. He goes like Cameron's walking down the hall. He looks, he gets the blood drops on the hand. He looks up, sees his dad conveniently partially hanging out of the attic door, uh, ladder door, whatever. And then Michael just bursts through the fucking um, closet and just charges his ass. Like even more so than in the uh, flashback sequence. Like he, fucking rushes him um which i thought was awesome it it was his own fault like he shouldn't have done that but um so allison then comes out but she fucking throws some real quick stabs into the gut which i thought was awesome like she just like just gets it and i'm like good for you Mm -hmm. i feel like she's she's gonna have more I don't know if she'll be the one to kill Michael end up being the one to kill Michael in uh, 20 and in, in Halloween ends. But I yeah. feel like she's going to end up having more of a role, especially with the way that this one ends, which we'll talk about when we get there. But yeah. I, I, I really, I don't know if Lori's, I don't think Lori's going to make it through Halloween ends. I don't know if she can. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't think she should. I don't think, well, and it, it, like, I what I really don't want to happen is I don't want it to be where she has to sacrifice herself to make sure that Michael dies because I can see that happening. That's like the most cliche mm-hmm. way to end it. But I don't know. We have a year to worry about that. Yeah. Um, so I will never ever criticize John Carpenter and his score and his music or anything that he does in that aspect. But I really did not like the choice of music that they used for when Michael was walking down the stairs. I'll have to watch it again. I don't remember. Yeah. When you watch it again, you like, and when he, after he, you know, Allison's like, come get, come down here, motherfucker and blah, blah, blah. And like after, I don't like, I don't mean to gloss over the fact that Cameron got brutally, brutally murdered, like getting fucked up, just up and then down Mm. and then up and then down. Like he's in a goddamn elevator and then pulls it (laughs) back and then, then gets his neck snapped. Um, it's, it's bad. And then she's walking downstairs. Um, Jesus Christ. Hold on getting text messages. Um, and so, but when he's walking down the stairs is it's really like this weird upbeat, like it just didn't fit for me. I wonder if they were queuing up Greer's save. It would have, but at that time, once he gets downstairs, like the, like the, the next evolution in that music, the, like as the song progressed, it got darker. And so I'm like, this is what you should have played when he's walking downstairs. And then like the, like almost like flip it, I guess. Um, I'll have to pay attention. Yeah. Let me know what you think of it when you do that. Um, So yeah, because it was weirdly upbeat. It gets darker when, you know, Karen stomps his head into the stairs. But then she takes his mask off while he's like laying down. 
goes out stare goes outside kind of she lures him into the trap like she's like you know come get it and then you get the creepy of him just following and at first mm-hmm. i thought to myself i'm like man i really didn't like the fact that he's unmasked but he was briefly unmasked like you saw his face in halloween it's yeah. not it's not like rob zombies halloween 2 where half his, his the mask is missing but mm-hmm. like you know it and it's always like in shadows or out of focus like it's never like a full-on well there was hey. what there was like a brief second when he looks and you can see his full-on face but it was it, like I said, it was super brief. So it, it like I kind of got over it like almost immediately. But mm. like she lures him in there, he puts the mask on. But then of course, it's like she's like gotcha. Like like okay, mm. cool. You got him in this one too. Like the same thing. Like I, it worked better in the first one where she tricked him into coming out and then you know shoots him. Well, it was more of a surprise in the first one. Like she really did a good job of selling it portraying the helplessness and shit like this one we knew it was a trap going in yeah the last one we didn't know we thought she was actually freezing at having to kill him and couldn't yeah i can't do it yeah no that was great um and so he puts the mask on like the music's great just gets the shit beat out of him um and you think it'd be enough to keep him down you'd be wrong always of course always like she stabs him in the back mm-hmm. and then we get the Lori monologue and you know, the more he kills, the more he transcends, which, okay, blah, blah, blah. I don't need Michael Myers to be supernatural. I don't need him to be transcendent. Like, no, but I like the placement of it because it made it seem more philosophical than literal. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, he's just a spirit demon. Like he is in the, thorn like yeah. he he just the idea of him elevates makes people do horrible things which is what this movie is about really is the idea of what could happen because mm-hmm. nothing happens at that hospital because of michael yeah that's and true. that's the only thing that bugged me about this is like everything you guys are doing you're doing to yourselves yeah and so when they blame it and say michael is doing this to us it's like no you're, you are yeah you did this this is on you yeah like Tommy didn't have to start a riot. He just did, and then lost control. <laughs> right. Um, and so then they talk about the true the true curse of Michael, which I, uh, was a nice little nice little line mm-hmm. there. Um, and then Michael just straight up slaughters everybody. The fucking knife comes yeah. out of his back, and phew, my my lead. So my like a lot of people talk about like there's complaints about editing and the way that this movie felt. This scene, especially with Tommy, I didn't like how they cut that last scene. Like, you know, he yeah, straight up kills either. everybody. And for the most part, it's quick. It's, you know, to the yeah. point. But you get like this weird angles and then Tommy slow motion coming with his bat and everything's black around him. It, I wrote down, it, it kind of gave me a Sin City vibe with the way mm. that it looked. Yeah. But I like that like they could have shot that so much differently in my opinion and I, it would have been so much better that's the only editing thing i didn't like in this yeah movie was same the end. um and just that part really and so karen's back at the myers house she's upstairs she's looking out the window and then this is the big shock my michael stands behind her and yeah. just cuts the fuck out of her and 
while he stands there and looks out the window like he always does, they, you know, fade to Lori and she's doing the same thing, but she's just staring off into space. And mm-hmm. so it's like, they they still kind of allude to this connection between the two, even though there isn't. But there's a lot of parallels. But there is now. But there is now. There's a lot of parallels between that, it seems like. Oh. And so, yeah, like Karen getting straight up fucking massacred at the end of the movie, I was not expecting. And I really do feel. I wasn't either. But somebody had to die. I feel like, I mean, and yeah. it, it had to be somebody important. Cameron doesn't, he doesn't count because they were technically on the outs at the end of the last movie anyway. He showed up trying to redeem himself. Um, but. Yeah, I wasn't expecting her. So, like, obviously that's going to tee up the um, Allison's really going to have to step it up in the next movie. And she was willing mm-hmm. to do that in this one. Like, she fucked her knee up. And, oh. Yeah, I, I like, the second time was the second time watching it was when I noticed that her knee bent backwards. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's going to take yeah. some time to recover from. Hence why mm-hmm. ends is probably going to be, four, like they said, four years later. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's it. That's Halloween Kills, basically in a nutshell. Um, if you're still with us and you've seen it, and if we like, if you didn't like it going in and listening to this, and if we were able to kind of shed some, you a yeah, bit. kind of shed some sort of different thoughts about it. Like, hey, this is because hmm. like I even found myself the second time kind of talking myself out of like, okay, I didn't like it for this reason, but I could see this. It's not a perfect movie. It is a straight up slasher movie. And I No, but I think that they're trying to make a point with it. Yeah. Like they definitely have a message that they're trying to get across. Right. And I think it more or less lands, but you have to almost read into it to find it. Yeah. They like we always talk about how we want people to like we want movies to not hand us shit and mm-hmm. so they really didn't in this movie like if mm-hmm. you if you have to draw your own conclusions and be like well why but you know there's a lot of critiques and criticisms i do agree with but at the end of the day no matter what they give us we will always have what we already have we will always have 78 which is you know is mm-hmm. amazing and nothing can change that experience regardless of how you feel about this. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward. That's my thing. Like I do like it, but I think a lot of this is going to depend on the ending. Yep. Yep. If ends lands, I think this whole two will be forgiven Uh, and people be like, Oh, okay. I get it. Right. And I really hope that because it should be done and they're just waiting to release it. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to look on Wikipedia to see when filming started and ended and stuff, I don't, and I didn't see I don't anything. want them to do a Batman v Superman and do a complete course correct because of, like, critiques or criticisms yeah. on this movie. It's just stay the course. You mm-hmm. already are two films into it. Just run it through. Don't fucking drastically mm-hmm. change shit just because people don't like it. Like, it don't yeah. matter how the just flip looks. You have to stick the landing. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Halloween kills in a nutshell. Um, what was your favorite kill? Oh man, that's tough. I think I might go with uh, Cameron at the end. Cause yes. that was just, that's brutal. brutal. That was a real, a real brutal killing. I, I would probably, 
I'd probably either go towards that one or I would go the elderly couple as a combination because I feel like that's cheating, but that was yeah. just, it was so bad. Just getting a hollow, hollow ass fucking light bulb straight through your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But Justin, let's go ahead and wrap this up and we'll get out of here. You want to let us know what you have in store for us next week? Well, Brandon, next week we are doing yet another segment of one of my favorite things. Uh, you haven't told us that you're tired of it, so we're going to keep doing it until you do. <laughs> and even then, uh, I still don't think Justin will stop doing it. Probably well, not. Well, yeah, why would you? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's another round of Trials of Horror. This time we're doing segment or uh, volumes 9 through 12. Yep. And I watched. They're all on Disney Plus. Yep. So that's where I watched them too. So when you like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this last time. If you watch them, you you select the segment, you watch it, then you have to go back because if you continue to watch it, it'll play the next episode. So I forgot about that. So when I watched, I think it's episode nine or whatever it is for wherever mm-hmm. it is in that uh, season, it played the next episode or two, and I'm like, oh, this has nothing to do with Halloween. I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck, and so. <laughs> got to go back yeah i do have them watched i'm gonna try to see if i can find time to watch them again so that way i am able to fresh it well that's the thing dude is it's four episodes with what three segments each like that's 12 different topics and i'm like i always feel like i i don't come prepared when there's so many different things but they it was a good round so i'm looking forward to talking about them yeah so we got that coming up next week. Yep, and then, uh, yeah, I know what my next pick after that is. Is Technically, mine drops on November 1st, so it, it doesn't count as our October Blitz. Yeah. But we might anyway. because right, I Close enough. I, yeah, it's, it, it's the day after Halloween, so it'll work. Anyways, we want to thank you for hanging out with us. As always, we appreciate your time spent here with us. Uh, we love um, the interactions. Those of you that listen to us on Spotify, the last two episodes... Anchor has given us the option to put up polls and comments. And so if you listen to us on Spotify, um, keep an eye out for those. Um, Every week I'll ask, you know, um, I'll ask like what kind of question. I'll be like, you know, what do you want us to do next? Um, If it gives you an option for a poll and, you know, for Buffy, we did, do you prefer the movie or the series for the last episode? I don't remember what the poll was, but it, like I said, if you listen to us on there, keep an eye out for those, interact with them if possible. would really love that. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. We got the group. We got the page. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore pod. You can find us on the Slasher app at Pod and Gore Podcast. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. There is no shortage of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, we are readily available at, in all of those. And so um, feel free to reach out. Uh, we want to thank everybody that commented and let us know what their thoughts were on Halloween kills. Um, means a lot. And yeah, we'll go ahead and get out of here. Uh, any, any, right. Anything closing? I don't think so. Alrighty. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys again next week where we dive into segments, episodes 9 through 12 of Treehouse of Horror. We have been your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.